Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Most episodes of the podcast also feature segments with the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, and his newest book, Fix This Next, Mike Michalowicz. On today's episode, we are going to guide you through the differences between markup and margin. We are taking a little um, educational sidebar before we dive into step number nine in your profit first implementation. This is a really important episode for you to understand what exactly are the differences between markup and margin before we start going into step number nine, with it, which is addressing your margin. Because tragically, most people use these terms, markup and margin, interchangeably, like they're one and the same. But in reality, or in this case, in terms of dollars and cents, or, and more importantly, percentages, they represent two different and distinct metrics in your business. Markup is the amount the seller adds to the price of the product before selling it to a customer. You have something that costs X and you add Y to the cost, which equals Z, which is the price you sell it to the customer for. Markup pushes the price up. Get it? Markup pushes the price up. Let's say you are a reseller of software. Your cost is $1,000. You want to mark it up by $2,000, so you sell it to your customer for $3,000. You can also convey markup as the extra percentage that you charge your customers on top of your cost. The formula for calculating the markup percentage is the sell price minus cost divided by cost equals your markup percentage. Sale, your sell price, minus cost, divided by cost, equals your markup percentage. 
So if we sell the software for $3,000 and subtract our cost of $1,000 and then divide our cost of $1,000, then we get two. And to convert that number two to a percentage, we take the number and multiply it by 100%. In this scenario, when we take the two times 100%, we get 200%. Our markup on the software in this scenario is 200%. So markup increases your price. You can mark up by a set percentage or a set dollar amount. It's essentially an algebraic formula, so as long as you have two of the three values known, you can calculate for the unknown value. I still say, even though I refer to the formula for markup as an algebraic equation, it is still fifth grade math. It's simply plugging numbers into a formula. You don't have to be a math or numbers genius. But if you own a business, then only you can own your financials. Your accountant and or bookkeeper cannot own the financials of the company you own. You as the owner have to own setting your prices, knowing what your markup is, setting your markup. But the good news is you just need to understand fifth grade math to own your financials. And because you listen to this podcast and are part of Profit First Nation, we have you covered, my entrepreneurial friend. Of course, we have a few resources for you on our website, ProfitFirstNation.com, under resources that are specific to the topics of markup and margin that we're discussing on this episode. We have a one-sheet recap of markup versus margin. Plus, we have a markup versus margin calculator for you, as well as a video to correspond to using the markup versus margin calculator. So back to our scenario. In our software scenario, we marked up the software that cost us $1,000 and marked it up 200%. Expressing markup as a percentage is helpful because you can guarantee that you are generating a proportional amount of revenue for each item you sell, even as your cost increases. For example, let's say in 2021, the cost of the software we resell is going up and it will now cost us $1,300. Do I just continue to mark it up by $2,000 and now sell it for $3,300? The dollar amount of the markup is the same, $2,000. But let's see what our markup percent is now. So back to the formula. Sell price minus cost divided by cost equals markup percentage. Next year, if we mark up the now $1,300 software by the same $2,000, our new sales price is $3,300. So the sales price of $3,300 minus the cost in 2021 of $1,300 divided by the cost of $1,300 equals 1.54. Multiply that by 100% and it equals 154%. In 2020, our markup was $2,000 
or 200% based on our cost of $1,000. In 2021, if we keep our markup at $2,000, despite our costs going up, our markup percent actually goes down to 154%. Do we want to decrease our markup percentage in 2021? No, we never want to go down when costs increase. We don't want to be left behind while the rest of the market goes up. Remember, markup has the word up. You want to keep that number up for a reason. So if we want to keep our markup at 200%, then what do we need to sell the software for in 2021 that is now costing us $300 more than in 2020? Well. We plug the known factors into the formula. In the calculator on our resource page, you literally plug in the numbers and it obviously auto-calculates it for you. If you're going to do this with pen and paper, we are going to rearrange the algebraic expression to solve for sell price. So cost plus, in parentheses, cost times markup equals sell price. So cost of $1,300 plus, in parentheses, $1,300 times 200% equals sell price, which literally equals $3,900. To maintain a 200% markup on our cost, when our cost went from $1,000 to $1,300, our sell price needs to go from $3,000 to $3,900. Our net markup went from $2,000 to $2,600 when our cost increased and we maintained the same markup percentage. This is so important to understand and own. This is literally what makes or breaks businesses. Keeping the wrong factor constant can put you out of business. In this case, if you would have kept the dollar amount you mark up the software constant at $2,000, you would leave yourself vulnerable. Percentages are the key to consistency and growth. Profit First is a percentage-based system. The percentages keep the ratios consistent. You don't allocate fixed dollar amounts on allocation day you allocate a percentage from income that allows for consistent distribution. Percentages are the key unit of measure. So if you would have tragically kept the markup at $2,000, let me guarantee to you that you might be popular in the marketplace for a while because you would likely be the lowest price reseller, But if you do not keep up with the market, then you will end up with peanuts because they will have the cash reserves to bury you. Inflation is what it is. Do not bury your head in the sand and keep charging what you did two years ago because you will get left behind. You will weaken your balance sheet. When your balance sheet is put up in comparison to your competitor who has kept up with the world around them, and increase their prices accordingly, they will persevere. They will thrive. They will have cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability, and they will have the cash reserves 
to weather the next storm or next freaking pandemic. Expressing your markup as a percentage guarantees that you are generating a proportional amount of revenue for each item you sell. Even as your cost fluctuates or increases, this means that the markup percentages you set up at the beginning should scale well as your business grows. If I am a software reseller, I don't want to mark up by $2,000 per sale. I want my markup to scale with the costs I don't control since I'm a reseller. So I'm going to lock in my markup at 200%. So my sales price appropriately increases proportionally as my cost increases. With markup, you want to express it and apply it as a percentage, not a flat dollar amount. Markup will also help you determine your pricing. Lock that in because now we are going to move to margin. And margin is one of my most favorite metrics. Why is margin one of my most favorite metrics? Because it is one of the only two levers that impact profitability. The only two ways to improve profitability is to increase margin and decrease expenses. We are really going to make sure you understand margin because margin is one of your levers to profitability. Gross profit margin really equates to your real revenue number. Now, just to be clear, Profit First is a cash management system. It does not replace you keeping your bookkeeping using software and gap accounting or generally accepted accounting principles. Profit First is a different lens to look at your business. Profit First is like putting sunglasses on during the day. You can see day or night without sunglasses. You don't need sunglasses all the time. You don't wear sunglasses at night uh, unless you're Corey Hart. You use sunglasses when it is bright out to help you see better. Profit First is like putting sunglasses on during the day to help you see the cash in your business. There are important nuances about Gap and Profit First that are different for a reason. Specifically on the topic of cost of goods sold or COGS. Cost of goods sold, as defined by generally accepted accounting principles, is an all-in, all-inclusive number that refers to all the expenses that the business incurs while making products and delivering services. During the calculation of cost of goods sold, only variable costs are considered. Variable costs are those that are directly incurred in the production of goods and those that may vary depending upon the amount of goods being produced. Examples of variable costs that are calculated as part of COGS or cost of goods sold include the cost of raw materials, manufacturing costs, product packaging, direct labor, freight, and any other costs that can be directly attributed to making and selling the product. Fixed costs are not considered part of the cost of goods sold. Examples of fixed costs include rent, office expenses such as utilities, supplies, internet, telephone, and so on. 
the salaries of office staff who are not directly involved in production, professional fees, insurance, advertising, promotional and other sales expenses, payroll taxes, and employee benefits are not considered cost of goods sold. In profit first, when we calculate real revenue, we take total sales and subtract out materials and subcontractors and commissions. We do not subtract all of the other expenses that are defined under GAAP's cost of goods sold definition. So there's a difference, or there can be a difference depending upon what categories and what amounts. For some of you, COGS or cost of goods sold may be just materials or the items you purchase for resale, and they are one and the same. I just want to make sure that you understand that there is very likely a difference. And why, if there is a difference in values between your cost of goods sold being higher than just the cost of materials and subcontractors, you need to not assume that your gross margin is your real revenue number because it could be different, okay? If this is feeling too in the weeds for you, that is why there are certified profit-first professional bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches in the world to help you. And they'll help you get through the weeds. My fellow certified profit-first professional peeps can work with you one-on-one to help you understand with the heart of a teacher how all this works specific to your business, your industry, etc. So back to the topic of margin. Gross profit is the part of the revenue that remains after the cost of goods sold or COGS as defined by GAAP, not profit first. Gross profit is the difference between gross sales and cost of goods sold or COGS. Gross profit margin is the profit you earn on a product as a percentage of the selling price. Margin uses price as the divisor. Markup uses cost as the divisor. So the formula for calculating margin is price minus cost divided by price equals margin. So in the scenario of reselling software, if our 2020 price is $3,000 and our cost is $1,000, then we have the factors we need to plug into our formula. Price minus cost divided by price equals margin. $3,000, our price minus our cost of $1,000 divided by our price of $3,000 equals 0.66. Convert that to a percentage by multiplying by 100%, and our margin is 66%. Our 2020 markup was 200%, and our gross margin is 66%. Markup and margin are not the same. Markup in this scenario is 200%, and margin is 66%. Using the same two factors, a selling price of $3,000 and a cost of $1,000. When calculating margin as a percentage, price is the divisor. When calculating markup as a percentage, cost is the divisor. Let's now calculate the margin for 2021 using our software reselling scenario. 
when the cost increases by $300 and we keep the markup at 200%. Our new selling price is $3,900 minus our cost of $1,300 in 2021 divided by our price in 2021 of $3,900, then our margin still equals 66%. By keeping the markup at the same 200%, we were able to protect our gross margin of 66%. Now, when should you use margin and when should you use markup? Markup is perfect for helping to ensure that profit is being generated on each sale. Markup is good for getting started because as you're getting things figured out in your business and in your market, you totally can factor your costs while you're trying to figure out where your sweet spot needs to be in terms of revenue to keep your business viable. You know your costs of product and you need to make enough to cover your other expenses like rent, insurance, salaries, et cetera, and how much you need to sell. As you get to know your business better and you start to look at your reports on your sales, margin is the more insightful and helpful number because it is how much actual profit you are making on each sale. Margin is the lever to increase profitability. Oh, please take a moment to check out our resources so that you really understand markup versus margin. This is so, 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 so critical, vital, and important to understand because increasing margin is one of only two ways to improve your profitability. We do also make it real easy to follow along when you access our resources for the first time. You do have the option to opt in to our weekly text message on Thursdays when each new episode comes out and we will automatically send you that episode's resource links to the downloads, videos, you name it. We try to make it so easy, real easy to consume and digest. And please know that there are bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches in this world with the heart of a teacher ready to serve you and your business with their certified profit-first knowledge, skills, and experience. Just visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on connect to connect with one of my fellow certified Profit First professional peeps. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Don't ever miss another Profit First Nation episode. Subscribe right now. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.